0: This is Juno Diaz, when I'm not making art for my community, I'm listening to Fan Bros.
1: Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome internets to a very special delivery episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. This is a very special interview from New York Comic Con with the creators of Chew, one of the most awesome comic books you'll ever read. Chew's created by John Layman and Rob, Rob Guillory. Guillory. Yeah, definitely. Me and Chico had the pleasure of speaking to them while we were at New York Comic Con. So now we're bringing you this interview.
2: And uh, any any highlights you want to highlight uh, before people, look, people get a chance to hear this? Because this was, I thought, one of the better interviews that we did, or oh. that you did. Oh, well, thank you. I thank was you. just snapping shots, I have to say. <laughs> DJ Ben-Hamin was, uh, was, was all over the interview. Well,
1: let's see. Um, in this interview, we talked to the creators of Chew about their plans for the book, how the run is going to end right around issue 60. You'll find out what's coming up in the very next arc. For all fans of Chew, you'll see a lot of, I'm not going to give it away, but you'll be finding out what will happen in the next arc right here in this interview. But before we get to that, before we get to the interview, I want to announce tonight, tonight, October 29th. Am I right? 28th? 28th. Today is the 28th, Monday, October 28th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can tune in and catch a very special episode of Fan Bros Live. Fan Bros Show is going live tonight uh, at Laughster.com. That's L-A-F-F dot Tune in, 8.30 p.m., October 28th. You can win prizes. You can see us live. We might be in costume. All kind of things are going down tonight. 8.30 p.m., Laughster.com. Go there right now. Register. Win prizes. All that good stuff.
2: Anything else, Chico? I mean, this is this is the first Fan Bros live event. I mean, we've moved into uh, the rarefied ter- territory of guys like Prince and the, <laughs> the Grateful Dead and Michael Jackson. And, you know, so, yeah, live. <laughs> Even though half of those people aren't alive anymore. I guess that's true. That's a good point. Actually, more than half. That's yeah. true.
1: Although Prince is still holding it down. Still holding it down. The yeah. purple one himself. So that's right, tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, October 28th. Laughster, L-A-F-F-S-T-E-R.com and the Fan Bros show will be bringing you a live event. Tune in, but for now, listen up to this great interview with the creators of Chew, one of the best comic books you can read, Rob. And one of the best interviews
2: you can hear. Oh, awesome. All right, and with that, no more intro nope just uh listen, listen to dj ben hameen rob Gillery, and john layman
1: how you doing internets this is your boy dj ben hameen i'm back with another episode of fan bros we're live from nycc 2013 and today we're here with john layham and rob i don't want to mess your name up because i butcher names on this show guillory rob Gillery, how you doing
3: good, good
1: all right how's the con going for y'all pretty good all right uh for those who don't know john and rob are the creators of chew one of my favorite combo books. I've talked about it on the show many a time before. I uh, just wanted to get a quick moment with y'all, you know, let you know, find out your interest and in everything. See how it's going? How's you doing?
3: Uh, it's going well? I
1: mean, obviously you're, you know, I mean, we're, almost we're, more than halfway through with the run. Oh no, we're
3: we're, we're almost to the yeah. two-third mark. Yeah, because we're going 60, 60, right? And we're I'm riding 3940 right now, so wow. I'm, I'm looking at, you know, being so, two-thirds of the way done. So you're all you're
1: you're getting into the home stretch now. Yeah. How's it feel?
3: Scary. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. cuz you like Time's running out for different characters and the book.
1: Don't tell me this, man. You know, I, I already got a bone to pick with you right now. Like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are pretty upset people with you were right now.
3: pissed? People were really pissed from about thirty to thirty-five, and now they're getting a little less mad. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh,
1: when was it that? What it, well, what issue was it that? 30, 30 That 30. was the yeah. But, yeah was and then
3: we we had this you know five issue part where you know Tony was just mad. Yep. But now you know you got. Now you got Tony now connect. you got Ghost Tony yeah, coming in yeah.
1: and you know helping out so you still get to see her yeah, in the but series.
3: People didn't know that they were gonna get closure. They just thought, you know, yeah, it was gonna it be, be a brutal out out the brutal net snapping window. and then that was it. Yeah. And, like a lot of times we sit there, we I know what's coming, but you know, you don't see the big picture. Bobby. Uh, you don't see the big picture in uh, you know in the course of one arc cuz i know it's come you know we're going to surprise you later
1: and you do a lot of time jumping yes. in this series that yeah. you know like you'll have an issue come out ahead of time before it should you know and then you have to wait for like yeah sometimes over a year yeah but yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah we, for, we've, for the payoff we had out 27 after 18 or 19 or uh, after 7 after 18 and i hated it it was
0: the worst thing we ever did why oh it was miserable because <laughs> <Why? laughs> like it's it's like we had established all these characters for like 18 issues, and then in one instant we like went to all these new characters we'd never messed with. Like it was like uprooting everything, and there was only two recurring characters like D-Bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I love D-Bear. Like, that's it. <laughs> like I, I didn't know any of these characters. I didn't know like Pranir Sharma or Tony with an eye and it was just stressful.
3: Okay. But y'all pulled it off beautifully. Yeah, we had each bitch at us. It's like, you, you screwed oh, up my I'm computer sure that, number, and, yeah. you know? How well, am I supposed to inventory this? I'm like, that's not my problem, dude. Where did that idea come from? I I had written the issue. Like, I write out a sequence. <laughs> okay. And I had written the issue, and I'm like, damn. You know, I don't want to sit on this <laughs> for a year and a half. And so I had this, like, kooky idea. And also, I you know, that's one month I don't have to write it issue. Right, yeah. I, then I can. And then afterwards it occurred to me... <clears throat> We're giving you a glimpse of the future, yep. showing you the person whose power is to see the future. Like, thematically. But yeah, that was an accident. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that one one path, was happy I mean, accident. It seemed like I was brilliant. Yep. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just came together that way. I do have a question. Has the other brother's power been revealed? Does he have a brother to cook?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it hasn't, nor will it be revealed.
1: Ah, because I saw the sisters make the joke about it. Yeah. 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 So it, I,
3: I think it's funnier not knowing, leaving it to people's imagination. That is that it? terrible? Oh, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I, I knew it,
0: and you don't want to know what it yeah. is. No. It's, my wife, it is my
3: wife asked me about it after the panel yesterday. I told her, and she's like, That's so gross. Oh. Why'd you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be revealed in the no, series. No, it, no. It's actually... um it, it, it's, you know, we have lines we won't cross, and ah. it, it, it's too far. It's it's too disgusting.
1: That's pretty hard to believe yeah. that you have <laughs> lines that you won't cross. That's the one. That's the one, all right. What about Pollo? Where what did. About him? I mean, did you, did you expect him to be such a no, hit off the top? No,
3: I mean, Pollo was just this, like, MacGuffin that everyone was chasing after. Yep. <laughs> and ate. And then I thought, okay, you know, um, I, I've established this badass chicken, you know, let, let's show him. <laughs> And then in twelve, when he comes back, he uh, attacks a dude and like takes out his eye. Yes. And then after the fact, because I rarely like second guess, I write and I, you know, I move on if it feels right. But afterwards I'm like, oh, it would have been so much cooler if he would have tore a dude's heart out instead of his eye. Yep. So I'm like, I gotta bring Boy oh, back. You're back right? And by then, eighteen was so crazy and people were reacting to, you know, the escalation of craziness. It's like Poyo just became crazy, and like all the, it, like the rules don't apply. Yeah. Like, you won't have Tony, you know, in hell or like seeing a real ghost or anything supernatural, yeah. like truly supernatural, because that doesn't work within the true rule book. But Poyo, the rules don't apply.
1: So Poyo can fight the genetically modified Yeah. Giant, I love yeah. that two-page flash, too, yeah, by yeah. the way, man. Let me yeah, tell you. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, Poyo's a good experiment in kind of letting loose, because uh, like John said, we do have rules. Um, and it too it, is for the most part a police procedural okay but polio is like <laughs> polio is crazy like we did the one one shot secret agent polio that was like in uh, like, a, like an action movie yeah um but we we're talking about doing other ones like uh warrior chicken polio and like deep space polio and like a couple other ones. And it's just a good excuse to, like, screw around and have fun. Yeah. So, is the best. <laughs> I mean, everyone loves him. I mean...
1: No, definitely. I mean, I didn't expect him to come back after his first time, but oh, I was yeah. happy to see him come back. And the
3: next arc, like John was saying, uh, it is a Pollo-centric arc. Ah. Uh, so, that's yeah. ap- so, we do occasion like, like, the Tony, the sister arc, was really kind of, like, light and fluffy. Yeah. And people were complaining. Like, critics are like, oh, you're not really getting to the story, like... Chew's gone off the rails. Nothing. It's too happy, and we're thinking, yeah. Wait, wait. we just, we just needed to find out about Chow's power. Oh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> hold on, we're doing an interview. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh,
1: we just got interrupted by some people from the <laughs> FDA, by Tony Chu himself. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we got to get pictures of you guys. The second here in a day. So you know they. Most of the arc was was seen as inconsequential. Yep. And I would say the next arc, the Poyo arc, is going to be seen as inconsequential as well. But it's Poyo. Yeah. So so. people won't complain.
1: But you're going to do a whole six issues of Poyo?
3: Not not completely. Okay. But like everyone, like each arc sort of has a focus. You know, like one character that it's focused on more than others, and it is very Poyo-centric.
1: That's great to hear. For all the Pollo fans out there, all the people who love the wild destruction and craziness that he brings, that'll be great. I do have another question about the art. What's the inspiration for all the, or who comes up with all just the background themes, all the notes on the walls, all the everything?
0: I probably come up with like nine of nine of out of every ten. Yeah. Um, my layman comes up with the very specific ones. Yeah. Uh, for me, usually like the stuff on the walls is usually like I'm in the studio like eight to ten hours a day. Um, so I was just like, leave that stuff for last and just fill some stuff in. Uh, it's just random, crazy, silly stuff yep. that I think of. And apparently people really dig it because it's like, everyone comments on it.
1: Oh man, I love it. Like Because I love detail. I love being able to read a book once and then you know, go back and then see things that I missed.
0: Yeah, I mean, we wanted to make you as, um, as re-readable as possible.
1: It definitely is, uh, yeah. Like I
0: said, Watchmen is like that. Watchmen has like, layers. I mean, I mean, and I think it plays into, like, the world building we're doing. Like, yeah. the Chew world is, like, this world of, like,
3: ridiculousness.
1: Definitely. Well,
3: like, I just wrote um, issue 38, which goes into the FDA prison. And there's, like, characters in the background who've been sent to the FDA prison. You're like, oh, the, wait a minute. That's the guy from issue 12. That's the guy from issue this. Are That's you going to see,
1: like, uh, the people who were in, like, the little one-page things? Or, like, when it will be, like, uh, Tony went on this mission... Or had no, this job? No, it's no, it's like, none they, of, it's,
3: it's like one of the the guy serving food, uh, you know, giving Savoy a dirty look is the guy who got his eye. Yeah, twelve. But we don't. We leave that to the reader to make yep. that connection. Okay. And people are going to be like, wait, I recognize that dude. They're going to go back and, and read. And some some are identified by name. Yeah. That's no, it's it's, uh, it's a reverse callback. And usually, you know, yeah, uh, and we do more futuristic.
0: And there's a lot of that. Like we've had characters that we've introduced like in one panel in like issue thirteen. And all of a sudden, they're the villain in issue thirty-six.
3: Like the, like the craziest kid kidnapper who yeah. the baseball guy. Yeah. You know he was in the previous ten issues, always in the office, giving Tony a dirty look. Oh yeah Tony yeah oh, yeah 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 the guy who the, the sports yeah the sports person yeah. the sports yeah. writer yeah
1: yeah definitely yeah he was there from the beginning
0: yeah. Yeah, and you see the dirty looks from the gate, and then later on he yeah, becomes the. Like, didn't Kobe Kobe said a line? Like he said something like, yeah, I, I, like the, "I like to smash that dude's face." He right said there. he wants to knock his eye out of his yeah. socket. Which, when he dies, the baseball hits him in the head, and his eye pops out. Yeah. So, like, there's all these little links. Uh, it, it's cool. And that's like
1: that's funny you do that because that's how and my next question was with um related to the show Lost and how Lost has all the little links and then were are in them based on. Were their likenesses actually based well, on no, the pair? Well, no,
3: came before Lost. Ah, yeah. So no, that was just happy coincidence. Yeah,
1: because it was so funny when Lost got to that season. Yeah, that one. After yeah, had- and they had the cops, Everyone's and it was like, like oh, you. this is perfect. Like you guys should really play True. And the Showtime series is not happening right now? Not
3: happening. We got a new Hollywood guy, and he's pursuing animation. That would be great. He's wheeling and dealing, and we're going to see what happens.
1: Okay, well, I want to wrap this up. I don't want to keep it too long. I have one question that we ask all our fan bros, um, guests and I. What was the first thing that turned you on the comments or made you into the geek, made you want to do this for a living? What was it that Um, first got you?
3: It was... uh, I started reading Star Wars comics. Okay. And then... Uh, the old weird ones? The Archie Goodwin ones? Yeah. 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 And then that, that was like, I would go into 7-Eleven or, you know, my local grocery store uh, to pay 35 cents yes. for a comic. Yeah. And uh, um, and then I'm like, oh, what's ROM? What's Micronauts? Yep. Uh, what's Shogun Warriors? Ah. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I I've, I've bought all my toy comics. Uh, I guess I'll try Avengers. I guess I'll try Firestorm. And, uh... And, uh... Then I branched out and I discovered Cerebus. Oh. And uh, and and in the eighties and, and, and like early nineties, everyone wanted to have their creator owned. Everyone's like, I'm gonna have my Cerebus. Yep. And I'm like, I'm gonna have my Cerebus. Someday <laughs> I'm gonna have my creator own book and world that has that's a novel with a beginning, middle, and end. Yep. And for a lot of people that never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, all that stuff went away. Happened with Jeff Smith. Uh, and it's happening now yeah know. there's a
1: big creator on the uh, movement now obviously but
3: uh, you know I always wanted my Cerebus and that kept me and there'd be times in college when I was dead broke and I would get Cerebus once a month and nothing else and then there'd be times where I you know I had a job and money I'd, I'd buy 20 comics a month but I, Cerebus kept me going to the comic book store you know for you know for a good 15 years and kept me in comics and I wanted to do that and now
1: this is it's my Cerebus well, that's awesome, man! Did you know they just brought back Rom and the Space Knights in Marvel? No.
3: I mean, it, I, I, I mean, the Space Knights, not Rom,
1: right? No, Rom is in it too. He's unnamed, but oh, it's definitely yeah. a gray, red, you know, Rom. Yeah, there's
3: all kinds of weird legal issues. had yeah, a the legal
1: issue, and the worst thing is the Space Knights were there for like half an issue, and then they get. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know how long that you know. Yeah, I I'd think... love
3: to write rom. That's one of those. Oh like man. I, yeah. Topics. I loved
1: rom up until the end when you know everything like I got on rom and uh, secret wars 2 and then had to go back. Uh, see, I yeah. loved all that
3: Bill Mantlo stuff. I was reading all the Micronauts you know, yeah, and yeah, all yeah.
1: that. Yeah. This Great. A... All right, and over to Rob. The same question. What was it that so you got, got you got into, you
3: into space it? I don't know, man.
0: It's I I, cool. I just love the medium. You know, I had two uncles that were really really into. Comics, yeah, uh, and they have like all this old stuff, like uh, old Chris, Chris Claremont, like X Men, and like
1: met uh, him yesterday and it blew my mind. Yeah, like the, uh, yeah,
0: like the arcane. Uh, yeah, issue. like that was awesome for. Me. Okay. Uh, I, every,
1: his whole run, like yeah, yeah I was there from uh, yeah.
0: Perez on the on Teen Titans. Titans, yep. Um, the Judas uh, contract like, and all that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like there was some. Marvel started reprinting like the uh, the the origin issues, like yep. the, the Spider-Man, like Marvel masterpieces and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and I remember for a while, and this is before Marvel started doing like a lot of trades or anything, they started having um, like these special library editions. Like I was in school, like, yeah. I was in like fourth grade, and uh, they had these these little hardback volumes of like Captain America, yeah, I mean, and it was like his first appearance, his origin, and all this. It's like five issues in one. And they had that from Spider-Man, Hulk, Captain America, and I used to like steal these from the library, and like I didn't steal them; I borrowed yeah. them um, <laughs> for a long time. But I can't find them anywhere, <laughs> uh, and I just like lived in those things, yep. and I just fell in love with that whole mode of, of just telling story and like all of it, and that like stayed with me like to this day.
1: Awesome, yeah. Because I tell people that it's like there's a, something about the comics medium that you can't recreate. Like you can't do it in film, you can't do it in. Literature, it's like the combination in the best of both worlds, really. And then how it allows your imagination to fill in the gaps, it's just, you know, it's something that can't be repeated. Yeah, or recreated anywhere else well man thank you very much you know we wish you much success on true you know looking forward to the ending of it please don't kill any more characters I mean I guess I gotta talk to him over here but uh, yeah, I know man it's like when I was reading why the last man and it got towards the end and it's just like ah uh, man you know you know when it hits or like the end of Breaking Bad you know that you know some of these people got to go yeah
3: well, thank you very much, sir. Yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of people hating me by the end. I,
1: I fully believe it. But I, I don't
3: think any death is gonna. Well, maybe at the end, but uh, <laughs> I don't think any death is gonna hurt like Tony's did. Man, that was like because it was so. I just didn't expect it really, you know. Yeah. You, it was- but the other thing was, I you know I knew it was happening from the beginning, so I was like, from the moment I introduced her in 15, I'm gonna make her as lovable oh. and likable, and she's like most people in real life and in comics aren't actually nice. No. You know, everyone's got their... And she's just nice. Nice. You know, she's happy and, like, people are always coming to her. I need help. <laughs> and she'll like, oh, whatever you need, you know. She, and uh, she never curses, you know. it's all, she. The one time she curses is when Tony says, she's got a girlfriend. And, and she's like, you got to be fucking shitting me. Yeah. And she never curses the rest of, of the ah. time. It's always, you know, dang nabbit. And it was kind of funny to, like... Because she's so profane to have a character that doesn't uh you know, that isn't foul mouth.
1: My favorite, what made me fall in love with her was when um she was on the mushrooms and oh. had the encounter with the guy, oh, yeah. and then like they're in the bar where wherever they yeah. meet okay. and they're like
3: Well what's funny was I put the first one of those in twenty seven. Yep yeah. and you don't get to the punchline until thirty. Yeah. So that is a joke that took a year and a half to unfold. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that was the best. And they all they're like, don't I know you from somewhere in like no. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And then there's one time she's like, she knows.
1: No man, thank you very much. Uh, this is DJ Ben Amin with John and Rob of Chu. Thank you. We're signing off from NYC 2013. Thank you, y'all have a great day.